Welcome to Lifeology. I am James Miller, your host and a licensed psychotherapist. I'm looking forward to spending this time with you as we learn some pretty amazing life lessons. Let's get started. I would love to connect with you. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M Lifeology. I am also very active on Instagram and create many videos with quick tips and tools that you can immediately implement. Be sure to say hello and follow me there. There are thousands of amazing self-help books out there, but what happens when you're struggling at the moment and need help now? Well, my new book, Life Lessons, You Are the Experts on Your Life, a workbook, is your new go-to self-help book. I wrote it specifically for when you don't know how to overcome a challenge. Each chapter gives you a framework on how to tackle your situation. I help you focus on what already works for you. Your situation today may be different, but the emotions you're currently feeling, you felt them before, and you did something that helped you. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. This book is specifically written to help you overcome any obstacle you may face. Purchase your book, Life Lessons, You Are the Experts on Your Life, a workbook on Amazon or at your favorite bookstore. Once again, purchase Life Lessons, You Are the Experts on Your Life, a workbook on Amazon or at your favorite bookstore. My guest today is Susie Carter, who started out as a low-paid hairdresser trying to support her two little girls. So she decided to do whatever it took to create her own business. After much blood, sweat, and tears, she went on to create not one, but two $10 million companies. Her core genius is the ability to simplify complicated issues by creating simple, proven systems that are guaranteed to create dramatic growth. In today's episode, we talk about her book, Power Your Profit, which takes your business from $10,000 to $10 million. Welcome to Lifeology. Thank you so much for having me. And you know what, James, thanks for doing everything that you do. We appreciate you. We need more people like you, James. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. We're going to compliment each other all through that, this whole thing. So it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. We're going to have a love fest. We'll have a love fest. <laughs> I love it. I always like to get people's backstory. So here you are, a hairdresser. You're working, doing the best you can. And whatever ha- life happens, and all of a sudden you're like, crap, what am I going to do? How did you go from a mindset, which is as an entrepreneur or I guess as a hairdresser, you're still an entrepreneur. You took that and then you moved to something else. What happened for you that say, yes, I have to do this? Well, I found myself divorced, you know, with two little girls mm-hmm. with no alimony, no child support. And I had to mm-hmm. figure it out. There was no longer the luxury of, you know, it's extra money. It was the money. And okay. so I had to figure out, you know, how do I make this a business? 15% of our financial success is based on our vocation. So for me, it was a hairdresser. The other 85% mm. sales, marketing, operations, and finance, yeah. which I didn't go to business school. I, I thought I'd show up and ta-da, I'd have a clientele. So at nighttime, I would go to the bookstore and figure out a marketing plan. I would figure out my finances. I would sit on the floor because back in the day, I couldn't even afford the $20 book, right? I would sit on the oh, floor wow, and yeah. take notes. Then I'd go to the used bookstore if I found really juicy stuff and go find that book in the used bookstore. Like being very, just, wow. you know, the hustle muscle, if you will. Yeah, I get it. I, I totally get that. And so I built that business as an individual hairdresser to, to a quarter of a million dollars. And to give you some mm. kind of framework, the average hairdresser did back in the day, about 30 grand. And so Paul Mitchell found me and said, what are you doing? It's, you know, we want to see what you're doing. So I showed him, here's my plan. Here's my strategy. I'm looking at my average ticket. I'm looking at my numbers. They're like, most hairdressers don't do this. I'm like, I had to do it. I didn't have a choice. I think too many people, James, have a back door. 
right? The mm-hmm. backdoor being, you know, you have someone that can support you financially. You don't have yes. to make as much money as you want yeah. to. You, you know, there's a backdoor. I don't have a backdoor. Still don't have a backdoor, right? 35 years later, there's no backdoor. It's me, right? If it's meant to be, it's up to me. And yeah. so Paul Mitchell took me and I did this roadshow again, not knowing how to speak. I, I was just sharing the good news. Mm-hmm. And people said to me, oh, my God, Susie, if you had a book, we'd buy a book. Now, again, I didn't know anything <laughs> about a book. I didn't know anything about writing a book. And I'm like, I'm not writing a book. Well, you knew nothing about the business aspect of it either. So here you are as well. So if you did it once, you could no, do it again. like a speaker. I, I, I didn't go, oh, I want to be a speaker. That did not occur. <laughs> it was just like, okay, I'll write a book. Right? It was like, sure, sure, I'll write a book. So I wrote a book, again, thinking that the book would sell itself, right? So yeah. Literally, the day the books showed up, I ordered 2,000 books. That didn't sound like a lot. So I ordered 2,000 books and the truck came and dropped 2,000 books in my driveway. And I'm like, holy cow, I need to figure out how to sell these things. That was the first day I realized I had to sell them. <laughs> Put all the books in my garage, right? And then had to figure out the speaking thing, right? Because now I had all these books. And then people said, oh my God, Susie, love the book, hate to read. You have it on audio. I'm like, no, I don't have it on audio. I was just sharing because you told me to write a book. And that's not my so greedy. Oh my gosh. And so everything that I was teaching, they'd go, oh, can I buy that? And James, I'm like, I, I need you to know as entrepreneurs, if you have that tenacity and you have that commitment, you can figure out how to do it, right? So I had to figure out this whole speaking thing and go, oh, okay, so they want this. How do I create that? I want this. Yeah. How do I create that? Right? I didn't have a business plan in the beginning. I was just really finding the need and filling the need from my customers, right? And that's how I built my first million-dollar business, right? The wow. salon and spa. And wow. then I I was raising money to create this um, online membership site for the beauty industry. Mm-hmm. So they really need this information when they need the information. Yeah. Now, this is 1999. 1999. There was no Infusionsoft. There was no Funnels. There was no WordPress. There was no mm-hmm. software share. Everything you had to do, you had to build from scratch. So my yeah, first bid for my first membership website was a half a million dollars. And that was a good deal. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm like, well, I got to raise money. I don't have a half a million dollars lying around. So I went to this class that was a millionaire's forum that taught you how to raise money with the SEC and all the legalities. And mm-hmm. dude, I had to go to this class so many times because I was going cross-eyed. They were speaking mm-hmm. Greek, right? SEC, PPMs, like all this EIEIO. <laughs> Just sitting back there, my eyes being big, like, I can do this. I can do this. And then I realized they're teaching us to raise money, but they weren't teaching people how to build the business. So I went to the founder and I said, you're not, we're really doing a disservice because you're not teaching them. They can raise money, but if they don't have the business infrastructure, they're going to blow through those people's money. Sure. And that's not exactly. fiscally responsible. And he said, great, Susie, you teach that. I'm like, uh, I don't even know how to talk to doctors, attorneys, regular, I don't know, regular business folks. Yeah. Right. And that's my, my small limitation yeah. of mm-hmm. I'm not good enough. You yeah. know, they're going to find out. Yes. I know the beauty industry, but I didn't know entrepreneurship. Yeah. And that's how I got into entrepreneurship. And, you know, I, I say, God, you can call it whatever you want. I say God too. You hear the voice, you hear the, mm-hmm. you know, the whisper of you, you know, like my client saying, write a book, my client saying, mm-hmm. you know, that to me is the whisper. Yeah. 
And so I kept pushing people away. I taught the class and they're like, can I hire you? I'm like, uh, no, you can't hire me. I <laughs> about your business. I was just scared. And that was my smallness. Yeah. Right. And God kept pushing me out in front going, you can do this. You can do this. So I had this epiphany, James. I'm like, I'm going to double my fee. And then they won't ask me to coach them. No, (laughs) I love that. (laughs) They still asked me. So I signed up my first client and I'm like, holy cow, I got to figure this business out. And that's when I realized business is business is business, right? Yes, it is. Yes. Figure out what the cost yes. of goods are. You, mm-hmm. I, I was already running P&Ls. I was already looking at business and business structure. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's the same, same, but different. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. I wanted to go back to this part of here. First off, thank you so much for sharing that. I'm so, I know so many yeah. people listening like, oh my gosh, I can relate so much with you. And obviously you glossed over this very quickly because we only have a few minutes. The transition from... For in the very beginning, I have to make money. I don't have a backdoor. That fear that you felt, how did you navigate beyond that fear? Because I mean, obviously you had to do it. So whether you're fearful or not, you had to do it. But how did you push yourself through it? Or what was it? Because I'm sure many people may be in that position like, I can't get beyond that fear. What was it that you did? How did you find that, that ability to just do it? Well, if you go back to like in school, when we learned Maslow's hierarchy of needs, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that first level is survival, food, shelter, clothing. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I was in survival, right? My yeah. family wasn't supporting me. They weren't in alignment with the marriage to my kid's dad. So they had exiled me. I'm the black sheep of the family, right? So mm-hmm. I didn't have anyone to help me. So I just had yeah. to figure out how to do it. I got into taking care, providing, taking care, providing, taking care, providing. Yeah. Right. I had an amazing community around me of other powerful okay. women that were, were doing well. And mm-hmm. I just, I, what I started doing is I'm like, where could I find 50 women that can afford what I do? And I could go talk to them. Right. Again, not a speaker. I just knew if I could mm-hmm. be in front of more, more women and where are they? They were in corporations. Where were they? They were at networking meetings. Where were they? They were at uh, Seroptimus. So I'm like, let me just go where all these women congregate. And what I'm a master at is building relationships and turning it on, right? I'm yeah. a trained extrovert, right? Yeah. I'm an introvert yeah, as a trained thing. extrovert. Same thing. <laughs> you know, you can flip the switch on, you go in the meeting, like, okay, the switch on. All right, so I remember that yeah. first time I, I, I got from Hewlett Packard hired me for free, right? It was a, a lunch and learn to come in mm-hmm. and talk to women about um, professional presence. Right. There was a study that I read that women and men who invest in their personal care earn more, earn 10 percent more than people who don't. Oh, so that was kind of my hook. Yeah, right? I like that. OK, so I created a PowerPoint. I didn't know how to create a PowerPoint. It was so janky. I I'm just gonna say, it was janky. <laughs> it was bad. But whatever I was, I, I had to have the yeah. hustle muscle. I had to provide for my yeah. children. When you have that cause in that survival bigger than yourself, mm-hmm. you do heroic things, right? Yes, I did not want to uh, let my children down. I wanted to provide a different life for them. Once mm-hmm. you're done with survival, then you go into security. So now I've got food, mm-hmm. shelter, clothing handle. Now I'm going into security. I don't want to have to freak out every month, right? Yeah. So that taught me how to save. Because I'm, you know, in, in the mm-hmm. beauty industry and it's entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. it's up, down, up, down, up, yep. down, up, down. Money comes and goes. Right? Yes. You, get a, you get a couple months of down, you're like, I got to have a reserve. Right. And I had no credit back then. Right. I'm 20, 24 years old, 23 years old. Right. Trying to figure this all out. My parents weren't entrepreneurs. Right. We mm-hmm. had nine 
kids, right? Nine brothers and sisters. My dad's goal was go get a job, go get married, right? (laughs) Okay, I can do that. So there was a teaching about business, but what he did teach us, he said, Sue, you can have whatever you want, just go get a job. So from the age of 12, Mm, sure. I've always had some kind of job. I sold whatever I could sell, right? I cleaned houses. I babysat. I mowed lawns. I cleaned windows. I did whatever I could in the community to get some money so that I could do the things I want to do. Buy a bike, go to cheer camp, Mm -hmm. go to sports camp. We, My parents didn't give us that. So I always had that hustle from my youth and just kept that tenacity going. Right. The the challenge that I've worked on now, James, as a seasoned business person, is that old <laughs> conversation it. of you have to work hard to get whatever you want. Right. So let, why do I have to kill myself to get whatever I want? Yeah, Let me just step smarter, back and go, yeah. how can I create ease and grace around this? Mm-hmm. So I've worked on my mindset, you know, for 30 yeah. years of how do I create abundance without killing myself? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, that's the other thing I want to ask you. So. But the mindset's changed. So you realize once you're like, okay, business is business. Just it's plug and play. The type of business may be different, but it is plug and play as far as how people can make money. When that mindset back then versus today, what's different and what's the same within you? So people can understand the transition of where you were, where you are now, and what's obviously the same thing because you're still you. So what what was that? So we can, and then we'll jump into your book because I I really want to nail that part down. I think the foundation that's the same is education. Right. I don't have a degree. I don't have Mm -hmm. a business degree. I don't have my PhD, my master's, none of that. Now I have a ton of education because if I got sued as a business owner, I went to a business law class. If I needed to figure out my (laughs) finances, right, I went to a business finance course. Right. So if I need to learn social media, I went to a social media course. My as entrepreneurs, we need to learn it today to implement it tomorrow. And so. I'm in education. I'm hiring coaches. I'm looking at who's playing 10 times bigger than me, who can see my mistakes, you know, now that I can afford it. But before I could afford it, it was books, right? And so books were my first mentors, my first coaches, because I couldn't afford to hire you, right? I couldn't afford to hire some big name coach. I couldn't afford to take that class, right? I was in that survival. Um, And so books became the thing that really taught me. Now, in school, I was an average student. I wasn't an A student, right? I would do the littlest to get by, mm-hmm. right? Education wasn't a big foundation in my family. Um, so it's interesting. So the conversation people have is I'm not good at math. I'm not good at yeah, school. Yeah. What is it? You can be if the desire is big enough. And especially That's now, true. all the resources that are available, this amazing podcast, Right. To go, you learn one thing that I say, one thing that you say and you implement it could change your life. It truly is that easy. I think we as human beings make it too hard. When you said earlier that 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 negative mindset, which we know is the imposter syndrome. So that kicked into place. Now we're in this space now. And then you also said the whole aspect of, in my words, is working smarter, not harder to have that ease and grace around you. That's something we can all have in the sense of when we when we think smarter, not harder. It allows for us to create a life that's on our terms. I see here that you were in the, the picture they sent me was learning how to really focus on what you have to do that makes the most money. So in other words, that the lowest hanging fruit, because there are so many people to get, do get caught in the weeds of, let me do this, let me do this, let me do this. And it gets, doesn't provide any 
finances for them. One of my favorite quotes is divided waters lose force. And so to have yeah. so many things going out. And so in doing that, we're not really making the income. We're busy, but we're not, we're not financially responsible. How does that make sense for you? Well, I always tell my students, what is the highest income producing activity only you can do? In the marketplace right now, which I hate, can I just say how much I hate this, yeah. is they uh -huh. say, just build a class and they will come. Just low-hanging fruit, like you said, right? And they're saying yeah. low-hanging fruit, build a $49 class, you know, and that starts your lead oh, generation. Yeah, yeah. Okay, if, do you know how many $49 things I have to sell in order to make a hundred grand and that's growth? Yeah. 50 grand, yeah. that's too many. So I, I reverse that model. Let's start with the highest thing. Because if you close one of those clients, right, yeah. two of those clients a month, you pay your overhead, right? Yeah, and exactly. then once you're booked to capacity in that, then you create the next thing that smart. frees you up, which smart. might be group something. It might be another product. Like what's, I want to go downstairs versus starting really low and trying to build up. Because once you get in that really low mindset, it's hard to shift mm -hmm. to now charge somebody 2,000, 5,000, 10,000, yeah, 100,000, whatever really the number is. Right. You're you're messing with your mindset to go, oh, they'll pay forty nine, but will they pay three thousand? Mm -hmm. Uh yeah. Yeah. So I always tell yeah. my students, let's start with the highest thing that you can produce. And then let's start working down. When you're booked to capacity, now you're not having to spend a ton on lead gen. Right. Mm -hmm. I I work in formulas because I'm a creative. So I just need the system. I need the it. What's the it? Yeah. And in my book, Power Your Profit, I give you the it's, the it's that I took my business from when I started. My first year as a hairdresser, I made $12,000. Okay, that hmm. didn't pay for anything, right? Yeah. That was yeah. the whole year, right? To building a $10 million company two times, mm -hmm. right? I've built 10 companies, right? Multi-million dollar companies. I've helped students create multi-million dollars because it is formaic. And yeah. if you look at people go, I'm not good at that. Yes, you are. Right. When I look at you're great at systems, you get up every day, you're following a system. Whether mm -hmm. you get up yeah, and brush exactly. your teeth first, whether you get up and get in the yeah. shower first, whether you get up and have your coffee first, that's a system. How you cook, mm -hmm. right? You yep. use a formula, whether your parents taught you, like it's been handed mm -hmm. down for generations, or you follow a recipe, mm -hmm. how you drive, that's a formula. Yeah. So we're so used to it. We just make it scary when we're talking about business. And math, let's talk about math because people hate math. I say math is money and money is fun. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wants to do the math, but everybody <laughs> loves the benefit of it. And so when you realize yeah. math finances is creative and as entrepreneurs, we're creators, right? Mm -hmm. I, I learned that early on to go, oh, I would set a goal. Now, I didn't know I was doing this in the beginning, but I would create yeah. my intention when I went into that event with those 50 business women from Hewlett Packard. I said, I'm going to walk away with five clients today. And sure enough, I'd walk away with five clients. So now, is that your intention and you created the goal? Okay, got it. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I was horrible. I was a horrible speaker. I wish I had video back then. It was horrible. And if I could suck at that and then still walk away <laughs> with clients, what, what could be possible when you start refining that, yeah. right? You start looking yeah. at your closing ratio. You start looking at the details of what you're doing inside of business. I went, so my viewers and listeners, uh, my viewers rather, this is the book here. It's, it's, I love the lime green, which is really good for color psychology. For those of you who know about color psychology, perfect color coordination here. So power your profits here, uh, how to take your business from $10,000 to $10 million. This has so much information. And 
I feel like an infomercial right now, but when I was reading it, I was like, wow, because it's knowing your background, you don't have the quote degrees and all the other accolades, that, not accolades, but all the other things that most people think, oh, you have to have that. But the information that's in here, it's so powerful. It's so doable. It's relatable. And it's, it, I don't say it's formulaic, like you said, but, but it was, when I was reading through it, I was like, I know anything about business. This would be a really good resource for me. So I'm just super if I may say proud of you for this, because I think it's such a wonderful thing for people to purchase. So I highly endorse this power your profits here for the people who see it. Um, but yeah, but I, I was so blown away by that. Is this the book that you were talking about when they said, write this book and they would buy it? No, this is book number 10. So now I understand oh, okay. how to write a book. So this is book number 10. <laughs> right, now, the first one, all the other books, all the other nine books were in the beauty industry, right? This book oh, was okay, published okay. by Simon Schuster. Right. We published this two years ago, um, right when the pandemic hit, right? Three years mm. ago. Okay. Not a good time to publish a book, but yes. right. It's powerful information. Um, and it's everything that I had to do to build those mm -hmm. $10 million companies. So yeah. it's not theory. It's not concept. It's rubber mm -hmm. meets the road. Do this, you yep. get this. But I tell yes. my students, James, just do what I say. I promise you, <laughs> you'll have the result. You can't think about doing it. You can't meditate <laughs> about doing it. You have to do yeah. it. Like you get do in it. radical yes. action. I think as a young yes. entrepreneur, I was just in radical action, right? Sometimes I made horrible mistakes. Sometimes I went the wrong yeah. direction. Sometimes I didn't know that I didn't know, but I learned from yeah. all of it, right? And so yes. I want to invite you, wherever you're sitting, just take action, right? Action is the antidote for despair, right? Yes, you can just go in the direction of what you want to create and remove the naysayers I from your, your community because there's people yes. in your tribe, there's people in your family, there's people that don't believe in you. Get rid of them. Mm -hmm. Don't listen to them. Find people yeah. like James. Find people like myself. And uh, what we put in our mind, we create. And so that negativity, that, you know, that doubt, I just surrounded myself unknowingly. Again, mm -hmm. just I, I enjoyed the energy of somebody like you. I enjoyed the energy of other business people because we were all doing yeah. the same things, right? Mm -hmm. Working through our humanity to make a difference in the world. I think what are my, my favorite first quotes? Book, go ahead, go ahead. My first book was called Passion, because if you're not passionate about what you yeah. do, right, the money won't come, right? It, it can come, but it's hard and hard work, mm -hmm. right? I remember when my editor said, Susie, we're going to name this Passion. I'm like, that doesn't sound appropriate, especially in the beauty <laughs> industry. We have, a bad, we have a bad rap anyways. And she goes, no, when I read your book, you're just so passionate about this industry. And I loved it, right? In this industry, working with entrepreneurs, I love yeah. it right? Because we can create anything, right? There's no, there's no limit to what we can create. And I'm a living, breathing testament of that from how I grew up, the situations that I've overcome, you know, to where I am today. My life is completely unrecognizable. The people that perhaps were not for you when you first started out, perhaps were not, I mean, there are some well-meaning people who are naysayers and there are just simple naysayers. There's people that may have been for you then. What do they say about you now? Ugh, the best revenge, I guess, is your success. Now, my husband, my husband, because he's not my husband anymore, right? My kid's dad, you know, it was, it was not a good relationship. And I remember him saying, look in the mirror. You will never be anything more than you are right now if you leave. Oh, you watch me. Watch me. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was several years later, because he would tell me, go get a real job. 
right? You're a hairdresser, go get a real job. And I'm like, this is a real job. I may not have figured it out, but I love what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And so fast forward 10 years, you know, we were at my house and I had published another book and we had gotten all this notoriety and had won awards. And he looked at me and he said, I just want to say, I'm sorry. I didn't know who you were. I, I didn't see it. I didn't, you know, I didn't believe in you. And I see you. Oh my God. Like alligator tears, right? That's like the best day to go. Thank you. Thank you for seeing me. Thank you for, you know, a little too late. But <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, Susan Carter, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on my show today. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your authenticity, your passion, and all the information that you've sent and given us today. If my viewers and listeners want to find out more information about you and to purchase this book, Power Your Profit, where will they find all this information online? So I want you to go to our website. And so my our website is my name, Susie Carter, C-A-R-D as in dollar and dinero, E-R. Right. I've got a ton of free resources. You can do a business assessment, which I love assessments. Every chapter in the book has an assessment, but you can do a business assessment to see where am I. Right. It's like when you go to the mall and you go to the marquee that says you are here. You have to know where you're at to go. Where am I going? And so on LinkedIn, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, all the things, it's my name, Susie Carter and Profit Coach. And go there. I have a ton of free resources. Buy the book there. Buy the book on our website because I'm going to give you a ton of bonuses. Right? I'm going to give you my tools. I'm going to give you my templates. You can go to Amazon. You can go to any book outlet. But when you go to the website, you get all the freebies. Right? Because we love free things. And I want to support <laughs> entrepreneurs, whatever your budget is. Right? Come so we can help you. Come so that you can get the information you need to live your dreams, to live your passion, to live your purpose. I believe, James, that your gift from God is your life. Your gift back to God is what do you do with your life? Well said. My viewers and listeners also know that if they can't find this information any other place, simply go to the show notes at jamesmillerlifeology.com and I'll link you with Susie and have all that information so you can get those freebies. Susie, thank you so much for being a fantastic guest on my show today. Thank you, James. I appreciate you and keep up the good work. Thank you. I also want to thank you, my listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you join me today. Also, please go to my website where you may sign up for the free weekly recap, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, and purchase my previous guests' self-help products. If you'd like to work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you soon.